What's up, everybody? We want to welcome you all to another episode of your favorite show, What's Coming Out of Your Mouth. I am your host, El Tangela Lachey. This is my co-host. Pete Farrelly. All right, Pete Farrelly. How you doing today, Pete Farrelly? Mr. Pete Farrelly, I am doing great today. I've had a great day. It's been a blessing. Um, Back to the normal rigors of the rigors of the week, but you know I'm ready for it. I'm it's just, it's a big week for me, you know. I got a lot going on this week, so mm-hmm. I'm just excited to be in this week. Blessed to see this week, you know, and blessed to see what this week come. Absolutely, absolutely. Same here. It's pretty good week, you know. The week they they doing their own thing, so you know I'm just rolling with the punches. But all is well. Mm-hmm. We just gonna do what we gotta do. Get it done. So, um, if anybody is tuning in, please make sure you go ahead and share the podcast on your page and preferably in your story, so we can some people can see us out here circulating. Also, tag some of your friends down below so they can join the conversation with us tonight. So, um, co-hosts out here in the streets finding some good topics. So, do you think men and women can be platonic friends? What you think of? I mean, I mean, I think it's situational. You know, I I think they can, but you know, it's definitely you know boundaries that can be crossed. And um, yeah. So so I mean, I I, I think it, it depends on each person. And I I don't know if how married people feel about it. The most married people, I think they don't like that. But I think if it's a child. My thing is, what if it's a childhood thing? What, 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 what if it's? So you think it depends uh, on how long they've been friends? Like, yeah, I mean that maybe, maybe sort of because like if you come into a situation that's already a situation, mm-hmm. if someone tells you from the beginning that they have a uh, best friend, and uh, how how would you then react if your husband told you? Look, man, I got these best friends. They've been my best friends since I was kindergarten. How was that then? What was that then until? Well, um, I think if they've been friends since kindergarten, well, okay, first of all, when people look at men and women being friends, we know that some sexual activity is likely to occur between them, right? Mm-hmm. So I look at it as if they've been friends since kindergarten, if something was going to going to occur between them, it probably already have occurred or is not going to occur. So I think it definitely... Oh, how would, uh, so let me, let me say this to you. If you're okay. looking at it from that standpoint, how do you feel if they said they have had sex before, but now they're just friends, and that was that just saying maybe that was middle school, and you guys, they're grown now. Mm, I feel like even though that it happened maybe in middle school and they're grown now, I, I wouldn't like that. Because it's a thing about once a boundary, a line has been crossed, and although it probably happened in middle school, but now they're both grown and they both experience some things, so they may want to double back to see how it is as a duck. So, in yeah. my opinion, if something sexual has happened between them, I would say no. You know what I'm saying? It's no go. 
But I mean, I agree with what you're saying. It's definitely situational. It definitely probably, I'll look at the fact that um, if, if it was me, if me and the woman could be friends and I can get a vibe for her, it also depends on um, if she is in a, a relationship or married as well. But in my opinion, it's just me. <laughs> in my opinion, <laughs> I don't think it's a good thing. I, just, I feel like oh, it's yeah. all I, you I feel like it's always going to be what? It's always a possibility of something going down. And do people do it successfully? Yes. But I think you got to know your mate as well as um, you got to just get to know the person. You got to know your mate and you got to know the history. So I think there's levels to it, but it's always going to be something in the back of your mind like, because mm, you know, and when we talked previously before going on, you were saying that they was going on dates together, having long phone conversations. Well, I just think that's a bit much. Yeah, see, it, in the story in which I heard, it was it was this guy. He had three best friends that were women. Okay. And he told the he told the wife this um, prior to their relationship and prior to their marriage, she knew about these things. Mm-hmm. But so happened they moved back and then they moved back to his hometown or where we were from or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But now that um it, it, these all the other three women were married as well as he was. Right. But they, they, they went on dates, they went on lunch dates, they did all these things. If, if one was cooking, they would invite them over to come and taste the food and all these different things. So it was so much she said the woman felt that everything in the relationship was good. Okay. But she just couldn't do it with the best friends anymore. Yeah. See, that would be my thing. Like, maybe because they're too involved. But if this, mm-hmm. if all this was going on prior to me coming into the situation, like, he was already friends. Right. He informed me of this situation. I would have to just really gauge all his, his relationship with all, all three of them collectively and individually to see if I felt like something could be going on. And I would consult with their spouse, you know, how they spouse feel, you know what I'm saying? But I don't, I don't know. I feel like I probably go That's along right. with it until I really knew what was going on, but I don't know if it's something I would probably speak it out with. What do you think? I mean, the, the date part. The date part? Oh, I mean, I, I could date. possibly maybe. If it's a double date. Yeah, double dates only. Double dates right. only. Right. Now, I could, I could possibly see y'all being friends, but it don't need to be no double date. I mean, no single dates. They just have lunch dates and all that. Maybe y'all talk on the phone with you here and there. But, you know, my thing is what's scary for me as a man with the woman side of the pool, because women are more emotional, right? Women are more emotional. So when, when when you get so entangled into an emotional situation with another with another um being as a man, to me that's kind of scary. I can see where you're coming from on that because if her connection is so good with this friend, you know, how much tempting would it be for them to cross the line? Because you know. Women, you know, are stimulated on an intellectual level most of the time. 
So if he really simulate her mind, yeah, yeah, and you know, yeah. they talking about these these things, and you know that y'all not on that same level, then they could be interesting. I would say. So uh, let's see, we got some comments saying, "No, <laughs> hell no, uh-uh. <laughs> uh, what if that friend start having married problems and they run to that friend that open door problems, emotional attachment, right?" See, that's my thing is that I don't want to say 100% that you shouldn't do it, but I also feel like mm-hmm. it's just a life emotion. You know what I'm saying? You're emotional with your regular same-sex friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, a friendship is just a deep connection. So the fact that mm-hmm. it could cross the line, I just, I don't know. I just say it's a no But I mean, it's situational. I just say gauge it. But a woman, if you got any kind of feeling that it might be something else deep with it, you probably gone by your business. What would you say? <coughs> I mean, me personally, me personally, I don't think it needs to rock that way. Cause I, I, I just know that women are very emotional. Yeah. And if they got that great emotional tie to another, saying it. You just said it one time. Yeah. Well, no, I'm not saying that that nature. I just know y'all lead by emotion. Can I make my point? Uh-huh. So what you get, and you get to tie this so much, you know. I I think um. Something can be easily happen because somebody one day gonna flip. Exactly. Somebody gonna it just it just human nature. So it so it's saying so it's saying that right here. Do you think that a man and a woman could be free for a extremely long period of time and just say even if they if they is attracted to them? Uh-huh. Even if, wait a minute, you repeat that. Cause is your, that possible? Uh, your uh, thing kind of froze up. what you say? Say, me and you, best friends, right? Yeah. I find you very attractive, right? Do you think we can have a relationship as friends and, and not um, never um, do anything? But it really, it really depends on the individual. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah, it's possible, I find you very. But it, it's not likely because if you find me attractive, I'm finding you attractive. Something is drawing us to each other, even if we was just friends. Because secretly, somebody probably was hoping that it can go to the next level, but they settle for just being friends. And so when the opportunity presents right. themselves, like uh, Mr. Wild said. Somebody going through problem in their relationship, and they comfort them and all that, and then that oh, you know I always been in love with you, you know what I'm saying? This and that and all that. That boom, we just left together. However, some people are friends like that. Then they you know sleeping together, and they realize that they never want to sleep together again. It's nothing. It's nothing between them on that level. But then, if you do that, how can somebody trust you to be friends once you get in a relationship? Right, you can't. <laughs> you can't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, I just, you can't. I right. Think, yeah, that's just a real sick situation. So I would say avoid that at all costs. But they've been friends since first grade and they ain't been hunching and doing all that kind of stuff, then you might be okay. 
But if it was me, I, uh, you know. And, you know, you need to make sure you okay. help people. Okay, that leads me to a, a, another question. Okay. First of all, should you be discussing your marital um, issues with a with a with the opposite uh, opposite sex? Oh, now that's a good question. There is there a place for that? Is there a place for that? No. Not like your, so you said like a friend, a friend, a, a, yeah, a friend, a confidant, a friend, whatever you want to call them. No, I would say no, because eh, it, it, it just depends. But I would say one, I have to say no, because it always opened the door for something. You know what I'm saying? Oh, she, oh, she, uh, yeah, now he doing this. I would never do such a thing to you. You deserve so much better than that. And then, boom, there you go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I always feel that you don't need to be talking at your house like what's really going on. Unless this is a therapist and y'all going to see this person or whatever. Right. You <laughs> have to be careful what you let what you let out of your house. Right. Yeah, I agree. Right. Definitely agree. So we're going to say that's a no-go. What do you all think? Y'all let us know in the comments. Can men and women be platonic friends? Or do you believe that? So, um, make sure you got some nose out there already. Yeah, we all got some nose out there. We already pretty much know. But okay, and <laughs> if you're saying no, would it would it be different if they are married as well? So I mean, I guess you can look at standpoint. <sighs> okay, go home. So um, we want to just take a moment to remember Kobe. We know this is a one year um anniversary of his death. So um, I know you've been thinking about him and feeling some kind of way today. So did you want to talk about that? You know, I, I mean, I would, I will uh, speak on it. I'm still in shock a year later. A year later, I'm still um, feeling like I don't think it, it, it's probably it's probably not true. They still just trying to kill him on Facebook like they do everybody else. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and what you I'll be still thinking was, Anything could likely not be true. He could still be alive somewhere, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, but you know, so I mean, today is is a lot better than the day it happened because you you know I think like, whoa, that guy, this guy. But still, you you think gone way too soon, gone way too soon. Right, right. Yeah, for sure. Well, we just did want to um, send our condolences out to his wife, because I mean, and his other children. Because I, I mean, you is, when this in your family, you really can never get over such a loss like that. So I, I, I can imagine that today is a hard day for them. You know, we don't even really know them. So. Oh, most oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, somebody says yes. But you know, well, before we get to that question, one thing I, I do want to say in the wake of his death, it, it just, I just uh, was. It was amazing to see how far and how wide that his um iconic, if that's a word, his iconic level stretched all over the world. I just thought that was the amazing thing to see. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, but you know, at some point, it makes me think like, why do we wait until somebody passed to realize their greatness? You know, and um. 
I think that's something that we really need to change. Why they say give people their flowers while they're alive. We really need to practice that more because um, we always wait to say, oh, that was good, that was this, that was that. But they can't hear, you know what I'm saying, their spirit or whatever that was. I think that was that among a lot of other things that it went on reminded us to make sure we give people their flowers while they're here. So, um, right. Thank you. So yeah, so we had somebody saying yes, men and women can be friends. So I guess some people think that that they can. For me, I don't want um I, I want to be my husband's best friend. He's everything that he needs. Whatever kind of attire I need to dress up in, whatever kind of wig I need to put on, I can be all that. So uh, yes, somebody. I think somebody got to be on the LGBTQ. Yeah, now that, <laughs> I'm sure your wife wore her pearls uh, for the inauguration. Yeah, like, you, yeah, I, you, yeah, you know I ain't wear no pearls or no chucks, so um, <laughs> miss, miss, me, miss me with that. Miss me with that. But my but my family was included in the celebration because my lovely wife had her pearls and her chucks on. Oh, she did. Oh, I should have known. Yeah. She well, me and Elsa had our pearls on as well. We were at the inauguration. We didn't have our chucks on, but we did have our pearls on. So um, we were at the inauguration. I think it was a, a beautiful, uh, beautiful ceremony. Although it went on all day, I didn't expect to do that, but I guess that's how I go. But I feel good. How you feel with the new um, president and vice president? I'm gonna say I'm pleased so far. Yeah, so far. See, so far, seem as if they're getting down to business. They get some, some a lot of things handled. I'm pleased so far. I'm liking how they already starting to walk work across the aisle and different things of that nature. Right. I'm pleased that unity look like it may be headed back in the, in the, in our country. So I, I'm pleased so far. So I, I, I go. That's what I I leave it at there. Yeah, that's what I would say too. I love how he already went into action, signing different things like that. So I just hope that, you know, we know they are politicians and that he stick to his guns and do what he say he gonna do. So we gonna hold him, we gonna hold him to it, you know? And I mean, there's still a lot exactly. going on right now. So we need him to do what he say he gonna do. So I'm excited, I'm extra excited to be a lady right now because you know, we made history on that. So, um, but that is, it's, you know, it's a good thing right now. Come on. Daddy. Uh, um. Yeah, so. Okay, go home. So, what, you, what? We're going to talk about um, being content. So, what is your definition of being content? <laughs> we always hear people say that. Yeah. You don't, don't never get content. Don't never just feel like you done made and different things like this. So, so really, being content has a negative connotation as of right now. So what, what do you define being content as? Well, me, basically, I've, all of these years, I've looked at content as stagnant or or um pleased with where you're at. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I looked at continue complacency as the same thing almost. Right, right. I, if you if you was to ask me that, that's what I think. Cause right. it, you you you're straight. You okay? You 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 ain't ready. You ain't moving like you should move. Right. Everything is fine. Everything is cool. So that's that's what. If you ask me that, that's what I would say, right? Well, what about you? Yeah, same, same. I just feel like you know you stuck at that one level. Not necessarily that it's a bad thing, but it but you stuck at whatever level you are, and you're fine with not growing past that level, right? And so, true. I guess being a, a ambitious type person, you can look at that as being negative because. You, we we would agree that you should always be trying to grow and strive to do something better and greater than you were, you know what I'm saying, last year, last week, last month, however. So um, when I read this this article, I was like, okay, well, maybe we got um, being content kind of mixed up, you know? So one of it says right. that one of our greatest struggles with contentment is that we often have an incorrect picture of what it means to be content. It is helpful to understand what something is not in order to have a more correct understanding of what it is. I said, um, so um, according to this article, contentment is contentment isn't having it all together and finding life as a perfect balance, nor is it an idyllic, idyllic moment spent swimming, uh, swinging on a hammock, sipping lemonade and reading a book. So, um, since they saying that being content is not just, you know, everything going so good in life and contentment is not also the everything being chaotic. So I guess according to this article, being content is somewhere in the middle. So what you think about that? Right. right. I'm, I mean, like, it to, to me to see this was, this perspective was, was news to my ears because I, I, I did, I would say that content is, um, uh, saying, I got um 11 clients. I cut my 11 clients. I don't have to do what I had to do to get those 11 anymore. I don't have to pass cards out. I can read a book. I can sit back and look at my phone. I can do all these things. So to see that it's not that, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it was a shocking way to me, but it just, it gets your juices to roll and to look, 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 um, look it up and see like, well, what is it really? Right. So, so now knowing that it's not like the negative way you think of, do you feel like it's okay to be content? I mean, I don't think in my mind, the way I'm trained and the way I look at it, I can still, <laughs> you know, to me it still was, it would feel like I don't want to be content. Yeah. Because that's, I don't know. I don't know if I can redirect my mind away from that word. And when that word is still going to have that picture there. Yeah. Well, I think from my understanding, I'm not going to really go deep to the art because there's a lot of reading to it, but I think from my understanding, yeah, it it's being content in that moment. And so mm. I look at it differently now is that not that I'm being content, that I'm not, I'm afraid to grow and to do something better. Is that living in the moment and enjoying the moment and enjoying the success I have thus far. But not saying I'm not gonna be more successful past this moment, but just saying, okay, wow, I achieved this greatness. Let me enjoy this before I say on to the next. So, so, so when, when we really delve into it, right? Yeah. 
when we really delve into it, 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 it sits there and it tells you on the surface level of content, you don't want to be there. Right. But in the broad spectrum, you should put a, a time frame on content. Yes, absolutely. 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 You know, because... I.E., I.E., let's, let's say this, I.E., if, you, if you're a football team, let's, let's, let's look at this. Okay. A football team got a game every week. You got one this Sunday, you got one the next Sunday. Right. You don't want to get so caught up in not being not being able to enjoy success that you soon as Sunday it, it, um, right there, you don't enjoy that day. Right. So for right. that time frame, but that Sunday until until you you get back up that next Monday or Tuesday or whenever you start preparing for the next game, let's enjoy this success right here. Yeah. And then boom, and then boom. Once you, when you when it's time to go back to work, let's get back to work. Right. And I think you can look at that as a good and a bad side. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. as if you won on that Sunday. So, yes, you all, you know, you're excited. You know that your team won and y'all can do it. You know what I'm saying? You achieved what the goal was. And so, yeah, you live into that excitement. But don't let that excitement be your uh your ceiling that you feel like this uh, this win going to cover all the future games. You know what I'm saying? Because right. you still got to go out there and give it your all for the next thing. But at the same time, if you lost, if the game, you know, if you did achieve your goal or they didn't win the game, then you need to look at it as if, don't be stuck in that depression that whole time. Well, I ain't going to never, we going to never win again. We got this going on. I never achieved that goal. Live in that moment. Right. And see, you know what I'm saying? What went wrong? What, you know, what you could have did better, blah, 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 blah. And so then you reset and you back at it again. So, I think you got to look at one thing I don't think we're accustomed to doing is looking at being content in the in both sides. We just look at it negatively. <laughs> and then it's like, okay, we don't make sure you don't or, Go ahead. I, I do like I do like that you said um we we look at it as a one-sided thing. And then it's like as far as the sports analogy. We, we, we look at it in, uh, in just the winner, not the loser. Like right, you just said, right. that was a great point. That was a great point. But then in life, you know, we only look at it in the negative prospect and not the good, uh, in, in, in the good perspective. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes you do need to be content right there in that moment to make this thing work. You know what I'm saying? Right. See, I, see, I, I, it, it, um, I don't think I echo this until people who, Somebody come to you with a bunch of ideas. I'm gonna be this, I'm gonna be that, I'm gonna be that, and the third. And but I often try to tell the person, mm, jack up all trades, great thing. But which one you gonna master? Mm-hmm. So and when you begin to master, let's be content with the process. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, and I and I like how you said it. You tell them, you know, it's a great thing to be a jack of all them, but which one you gonna master? Because you never want somebody to feel like they cannot achieve all those list of things. But you need to get focused on at least one of those things so you can master that and then move on down the level instead of trying to master them all at the same time. So I, that's that's that is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is really good. Yeah, yeah, you, have to, you have to, you have to, you have to be. I also, I would say, cognizant of um, 
what's the home base and um always feed that. Right. You we we we, we, we can't uh, for, uh forget that um to feed the main source. Mm-hmm. You get tied up into these other obstacles around that you've created, but the main source has to be our way fed. You know, we can get caught up into um all the other shows we, we do, but we can't forget about what's coming out of your mouth first because right. that created X, Y, and Z. Right. Yeah, you, you, know, you know what I mean? You're right. And y'all, it, it's funny that you said that. Um, was on Sunday, I was working on my vision board and um, I had everything on here and I tried to categorize it what I wanted, like personal, business, family, and all that. And so I was looking it over and I said, wait a minute, man. I got somebody saying um, they're going to invite me, but I ain't got what's coming out of your mouth on there. Now, I want somebody to come and invite me as God for this to come and do some stuff styling and speaking on that level. But I want them to also invite me to come speak on what's coming out of your mouth behalf. So, like you mm-hmm. said, you got to put all your, um, put it all on the board, but you got to make sure it's organized and, and to a section or wherever it needs to go so that when you in that line, you can conquer that. You get in the other line, you can conquer that. Right, right, right. So, um, on one thing, I um, a quote I heard earlier is two things can occupy the same space at the same time. You must choose. So, you can't you can't do what's coming out of your mouth and be uh be cut <laughs> at the same time. So you gotta take some of them hats off and wear one hat at a time. What you think about that? And, and we, and, and, I mean, if you want success, like if you want quality, like if you want those things, it, it can't. You know what I'm saying? One hat got to be on at one time, and the next one got to be on at the next time mm-hmm. because somebody gonna get cheated in one area. Right. Absolutely. Maybe both. Right. Maybe both. Yeah, because you have ways. Attention is not. 100% on either. It's not 100% on either. And, and, and that's why I, I tell people, you can't be a, um, what I say? You can't be a barber and a cigarette smoker at the same time. Right. <laughs> that's right. They go, they go perfect with the fuck. <laughs> but, 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 but do you feel me? I mean, yeah. I mean, it depends on the chemistry, if you a chain smoker or not, but I, I get where you're going. Just, just get the idea of where I'm going with it. Because if you focus on that haircut, you can't go out there and be on that on the cigarette for 10, 15 minutes and then still get them out there in the time of matter that they came there for. Right. And you don't want to keep coming in there and, 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 and out. And the man, you know, you got to talk to somebody. And then on the reverse end, you can't really enjoy your break with your if, if that's what you do, smoke cigarettes on your break. You can't enjoy that because guess what? You're rushing it. You, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. You, you know what you try to get it out, you go back and so everything that takes its time. Yeah. And I say everything, everything you do, you gotta give it your appropriate amount of time and yeah. appropriate amount of um Patience and um, attention is what I want to say. You got to get the pro- appropriate amount of attention. 
and not let your attention be elsewhere. So right. you can fully be successful at what you're doing in that moment, at that time, in that place. Right, I agree with that. Okay, so I'm just gonna give y'all these points. So in case somebody listening and a scholar like myself and want to take some notes about being content. Um, so we know mm-hmm. that it's not a bad thing and it is not a carefree, carefree existence. So that means it's not, it don't mean that everything is all hunky-dory. It is not the absence of relational conflict and anguish of the heart. So it's not like, you know, you're not gonna have hard days and go through the hard moments. That's why I said earlier, you gotta be content in the good time and you gotta be content in the bad. And it's not a life without longing and groaning in our distress. So it's not also being stuck in the bad time. You know, knowing it's gonna be good and it's gonna be bad. And it's not, freedom from fear or anxiety. So you might still struggle with some of your daily struggles, but that's why I said don't get stuck. So that's the negative part of that we always think about being content is like you stuck. But if you content in the moment to see how can I get past it, then you're doing a good thing. But if you content, you feel like it's nowhere else to grow, it's nothing else I can do, this is who I am, that's just who they always have been, and that's when you mess up. Well, you know, this, this speaks to me. It's, it, it spoke to me in a lot of ways because in, um, in a lot of the things it talks about, it, it have some of similar characteristics to some things I'm going to talk about Sunday. Okay. Hmm. It, it, but, but, because Sunday is going to, it's, you know, I got some good stuff. So but what's going on on it, Sunday? Well, Sunday I will be, I, I, I will be, um, Engaging in speaking on a topic at church, I will okay. actually be the speaker of the of the day. Oh, so I don't I, I don't want to get too too far um in, in depth into what what I will be talking about. Yeah, but it's, about. I think I, I think it's it's going to be it's going to be a good thing. But okay. but just in essence, I, it, 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 it talked to some of the things that I think about. You know what, what that I'm going to speak about as well. But if, 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 we, if we could just look, just look and fall back on one thing that um most people in life, period, don't want to go through the hardship. Yeah. You see, you see what I'm saying? Most people in life don't see. They think hardships once they live a certain way. That's just say that. Right. Once they live a certain way, that they shouldn't come. Right, exactly, exactly. But you know, one thing that I'm learning, the closer you get to everything going good, that's when the hardships come more. But I think when mm-hmm. you have in your mind that, okay, yes, today is going good, this week has been awesome, that doesn't mean that tomorrow something may not occur. But when you are already right. focused, you got your mind, you know, straight on, and you know that, okay, something may go on tomorrow that may knock me off my path, but I'm prepared for it. So, and being prepared for the good, the bad, the known, the unknown, you're not so shocked when it happens, you just roll with it so you can get through it. That way you don't get stuck in that moment. Right. So, so often God use your hardships as 10, right? Uh, yeah. You know, you use it as a it, it uses it as a test, so either you gonna pass the test or you gonna fail. It. Yep. And w- w- once you pass the test to be able to deal with hardships or tests, mm-hmm. what happens when you pass? You move on. You move on, 
and then it's gonna be you move to the next level. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we 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 we, we so get stuck into the test or the hardship that we that we forget that it's only a test. Right, momentary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then then I heard something that was so 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 good today. When okay. a teacher give you a when a teacher give you a test, right? Yeah. They they can't teach you during the test. Right. So they only give you a test after they taught you how to um answer the questions on the test. Right. <laughs> I mean it's that's so good though. Right. It's so simple that's so, and so profound because that's when people start to fumble when they taking the test. But you got all the now you know everything, but you so focused on why she put this question on here instead of just putting the best answer out there. Yeah, we, you get so caught up in bamboozle and and flustered and all these things until a lot of times you know you can find a person. If I ask you, Shay, what's five times five? You get flustered, you look up at the room. <laughs> right. You know, you you know that's how that's how you do. Right. Everybody in school did that, right? Mm-hmm. Like when what was the such and such dates of water game or whatever the question would be. Right. And then you get flushed, you just studied it. Y'all done went over it all week and you look up at your rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that, but right, you know so what? that also comes with having confidence in yourself and knowing that you done learned it and you're going to do well. You know what I'm saying? Good self talk and good positive thinking. Because if you know that you done studied the stuff, although you don't, you don't know what's going to be on the test. But you know, you're prepared to the best of your ability. And the only thing you can do is go in there and put your best foot forward. And at least hope that you'll make a seat. More than likely, when you think like that, you're gonna come out with an A. Yeah, it's just in, in hard time, you can't forget about the teacher. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> usually the teacher writing the test in the way that she taught it to you. Don't you know? forget about the teacher. That's right. All right, co-hosts. So we got a matters of the heart that we're going to listen to, and then we're going to wrap it up. Y'all kind of quiet tonight. I guess we get kind of heavy on y'all, but this year, we're talking about the heavy stuff, the hard stuff. So we know y'all love our show. We're going to have some little fun moments, but we want to grow this year. And so some of the stuff we're going to pull out, is going to be some hard stuff that everybody been sweeping on the rug and leaning around the bush and not talking about it, but we're going to talk about it. So y'all are conversationists. Y'all make sure y'all sharing this podcast. Y'all make sure y'all tagging somebody down below because I guarantee somebody need to hear these and they want to chime in. Oh, y'all yeah. Okay. Somebody to see y'all coming. But we, this is all good. We got y'all. She's putting money and time and investing in a relationship that is not going to happen. He said, I admit I have been distant and that and that's because I've lost interest. 
Five years ago, I thought her child was mine until she revealed it wasn't. That's a problem. She said, you can't just be in a stagnant relationship, and if it's heading that way, no one will put any effort to repair it. I think that's what's happened with both of us. So I said, whatever. Now I'm good, and I want to move on. It is clear we are both on different paths, and the thrill is gone. When you are just doing it in vain, I don't want to live, do anything in my life in vain anymore. If that's not a goodbye letter, I don't know what is. I've never heard him say that. Like, I've never, like, I've never, like, we used to be best friends. Anything we could talk about, we could talk about. Now, we don't talk about anything. If we do, it's a hey and a bye, like he said, five words out of a day. And that, that has not always been the case. Now, my daughter, we were at an off and on point. He, you know, I told him that she may not be his, but he's always been there. Lately, it's more like, you know, that's my stepdaughter, or that's her daughter, or, you know, we're not doing anything, or, you know, it's like, to me, it's like, it's something else, there's someone else, there's got to be something else, because... I just you... told you what that something was. Yeah, but... I just, I, I, it was very specific and very clear. What did you not hear? I guess I'm not hearing that. How could you just not want somebody that's, that's doing the most for you? Oh, Ms. Jones, here, 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 here's... That's something a lot of women say. <laughs> I'm here for you, I'm doing everything for you. I can't believe you don't want me. People have the right to want who they want, even if who they want isn't you. And no matter how much you do for a person, if he's not invested in a relationship with you, the amount of things you do for him is, has no meaning. My mother used to tell me all the time, never make a man tell you he doesn't want you more than once. He's told you in 90 different ways that he doesn't want you. Mm. When he doesn't come home, when he doesn't talk to you, mm. when he doesn't share like he used to. When he, You know, I mean, that's saying, I don't want you. And that doesn't have anything to do with your value as a person, and it doesn't make him a bad guy unless he's losing you for your cash. You women often, we've invested so much time and money in a guy, we just can't. We, we, we can't cut our losses and go, but it never gets better. You can't, you, you know. Oh, oh. Yeah. Talk to him. What, so what, what you think about that now? Why do you think, and I want um, people to chime in also, why do you think she could not accept the fact that he was telling her that he was over their relationship and done. One, one because she's not over it, right? Mm -hmm. one, one because she's not over it, and and um, she can't accept the fact that he's over because it's not naturally on something that she did wrong. It's naturally over the fact that he came from he he's coming from a place of hurt. You know, even though he put himself in this situation. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I think she can't accept it because she naturally didn't do anything really wrong. Right, because she feel like everything is good. Why would he not want to leave? But I think there's one, one reason why I want to talk about this. We can't always look internally. You know, I... I I'm gonna st stand on making sure that you got yourself together before you try to point the finger at somebody else. But sometimes you have to realize that you can do everything in your willpower and it's still not enough of that other person. And, and with her trying to continue to stay, trying to continue to 
go after him and say, yeah, you're going to still stay with me. She only setting herself up for hurt. You know, mm-hmm. when you know, honestly, he just outgrew what she has to offer, and that's okay. And so I think we have to be more conscious of when we outgrow people in situations so we know when it's time to move on. But you can stay too long and end up more hurt than you had to be. So that's right. what I hurt my heart that she couldn't receive that though. And sometimes it's it's hard for us to uh, really look at the, the facts, the factors, the facts on the wall. The, the 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 main issue I see in this situation is this: he loved her, mm-hmm. he wanted to be with her, but he just cannot deal with the fact that that child isn't really his. Right. Yeah, at the end of the day, I think it's more so that. So you think that it's really about the child, what really broke the covenant or his interest in being in a relationship with her? Because let me tell you, sometimes, I mean, a lot of times in life, we think we can deal with something until we actually face with that uh, that situation. Right, and right. And we can't. Right. So he thought no matter, regardless, that if that child was his or not, he would be able to deal with it. Mm-hmm. But he woke up. Let me tell you something. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't help who you fall in love with, mm-hmm. and you can't help who you fall out of love with, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. You can't help the situation. You can't what, what 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 you can't help how your heart feels. Right. You can't right. stop it. it. It's not like you can program it. Right. And make it feel a certain way. Right. The, mo- the moment in which he felt hurt that it wasn't healed or whatever the case may be, he checked out. Right. He possibly tried to make it work. He possibly wanted it to work. Mm-hmm. But the moment I believe in that situation, because she said he no longer says that it's his child. He says right. it's his stepdaughter or it's her child. Right. Now, now, now he's not coming home. Mm-hmm. Now he's not doing all these different things. Basically, he's telling you that he don't want to be there, but you can't see why. So that, that's the part where she just can't attempt. Yeah, that's true. And that's that's the sad part because she is willing to continue to live in that hurt. And um, <laughs> well, he's not being dishonest, but she's been dishonest with herself. She. She is afraid to accept that somebody don't want to be in a relationship with her anymore. And that's really sad. That's really sad. Well, it's, it, it, it's definitely sad, but I mean, it's it's probably hurting as well. But yeah, the quicker you sure get to hurt. But she, if she don't never accept it, it's going to hurt even worse because she's staying longer and longer instead of just ripping the band-aid but, off so it can heal. But now, but but now, at, at, on, 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 in this point, I would say this. Now it's on him to just make the move. Right. And stop dragging it out. At some point, well, I mean, which, I guess they're at, because they're at that, what they, they were, they were what they was, that was the point. But right. you just have to go. Once it's over, just going to go. Because now it's going to only get worse. See, now her, 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 her anger going to turn, it's going to turn into anger. It's gonna turn into violence and all these different things. Mm-hmm. Or it's gonna cause so it's best to, once you get to that point to just leave. Yeah, I agree. I 
I definitely agree. And she got to think about her daughter. And and that's another thing I'm a big um, advocate on. You have to look at the behavior that you're, mo- you're modeling in front of your kids. And you're staying with a man who clearly don't want you. He And he not being mean about it. He just being honest and letting you know that, hey, I'm no longer invested in this relationship. But you're still stuck on staying with him. And so you're teaching your daughter to stay with a man no matter the cost. Because you you doing everything right, no matter what he doing. That's just like the song, don't blame Mr. Charlie. Mr. Charlie's just a man. Yeah, Mr. Charlie may be just a man, but if he's not lining up to what you need him to be, or if you no longer lining up and y'all don't fit together like that puzzle, then it's time to break the pieces mm-hmm. and throw him in the trash. So... I mean, I just like that you highlighted this. You have to watch what you show your offspring. Yeah. Because they would definitely take that into um, adulthood. Right. If you, if you show her that um, no matter what a man tell you, just keep running behind him, and no matter what they show you, keep running behind him. She probably gonna exhibit those um behaviors when she's she, a girl. Yeah, more than likely. More than likely, because we all do that. Consciously and unconsciously, we do the same thing that our parents did when they were raising us. So Yeah. At least for a while anyway. Right. She gonna do it, it's just gonna be a natural thing. You know what I'm saying? Even though her parent her mom may be thinking, well, she don't really understand. Well, she understand if he ain't coming home. And you know, daddy and mama, daddy come home every night. Well, now all of a sudden, daddy don't come home once a week. You know what I'm saying? So she and, then if, if, and let's be honest, that Dina Beast acting like that and saying those things, he's definitely not treating challenge when she was. Absolutely, absolutely. So, so, so now you you putting her in harm's way. That's right. You understand? Even if he's not, he, even if he's not harming her life, he's not giving her the same love, and and no child should have to deal with it. Why? Why should she have to deal with it? Because she, because she'd actually be on Earth, period. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, all right, you guys. We hope you all have enjoyed tonight's episode. If you just not tuning in, please go back and watch it from the beginning. Leave us some comments down below. Let us know what you all think. Don't forget to make sure that you're following us on Instagram at What's Coming Out of Your Mouth. Like our page on Facebook at What's Coming Out of Your Mouth. And subscribe to our YouTube channel at What's Coming Out of Your Mouth. Uh, We're streaming on all platforms. So whichever one you listen to your streams on while you're at work, get your work done, we're streaming there. Um, So make sure y'all stream us, y'all subscribe. You Also, if you would like, you can... um, Give us a um, subscribe to our channel and join the um, subscription where um, you can, it's a 99 cent subscription where you give 99 cents a month. So that would be awesome. We would love to have that. And also, if you want to advertise with us, please contact us. We have sponsorship packages. So um, we can get you out your information out here on the show. And you all can borrow our audience for your information. We would love for you all to. Um, Sponsor, uh, advertise with us. So, um, you have anything, co-host? Um, do I have anything? No, I ain't got nothing major. I'm just, um, I do want to continue to put out there that, um, y'all, y'all look at them packages for, um, the 99 cents and your advertisement. 
And but I I do want I do want to uh, put out that that screaming is a big thing, you guys. It's 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 always good to listen to something like when you're doing something else too. It, it gets your mind to flow on it. It's always get some good knowledge, you know. It's just like reading, you know what I'm saying? But you listen to it, and you learn new knowledge. So I, I do. I'm a big advocate of of, of of listening, of listening to just the audio version of any show that you like. Yeah, I definitely agree. Because you really get in your head and you can think about it. Because when you're watching it live, you're looking at, oh, look her hair. Ain't she looking cute tonight? Oh, what he got going on? He took his head off and twisting his dreads all around. And you know, you're looking at more <laughs> of the, the people and what they're doing versus paying attention to what they're saying. So uh, please stream us on our platforms. Get our numbers up. Let them be able to recognize us. Because we know that we y'all favorite show out there. So we appreciate y'all showing us love. Don't forget to share it on your story and on your page. All right, go host. Check us out. Right. Oh, gracious heavenly Father, Father, we come to you right now, Lord Jesus said, Thank you, Father God. Father God, we thank you for another amazing podcast on tonight, Father God. We thank you for everybody tuning in tonight, Father God, everybody that um had something to say. I didn't have anything to say, Father God. We just thank you for our conversations, Father God. We thank you for them following us week in and week out, Father God. We thank you for um all the topics we had on it tonight, Father God. We just pray for um men and women alike, Father God, to to be able to know and be able to see the signs of when a relationship is over, when it's time to move on, Father God. Father God, we also just um, pray for everybody who's dealing with um, the um, COVID situation in the world, as we didn't talk about tonight, but it's definitely getting more closer and closer, Father God. We pray for all the ones who, again, died in that COVID brand situation, Lord. All the families that were affected, everybody, Father God. Father God, we, we um praying for... Um, Everybody, Father God, in this world that we continue to get our minds set on straight, Father God. Because I think that you started showing us something, Father God. And it is time, Father God, if they don't have a personal relationship, that they give a personal relationship with you, Lord. So we pray for anybody who may be lost, Father God, who want to find you uh, and who do not know you, Father God. <coughs> Father God, we just continue to pray for um the leadership role in the White House, Father God, as we're talking about tonight. We, we think on the, we're on a great path, Father God. We just pray that you continue to bless that union, that they can become and do some blessed things um, on the United States front as well, Father God. Father God, we just asking you for um, a special blessing on what's coming out of your mouth. Father God, I want to bless, uh, ask a special blessing on the vision board, that, um, the vision board and the vision boards that were created on Sunday as well, Father God. It's blessed them, Father God, and they'll try to follow the vision, Father God. Father God, I just um, ask a special blessing for co-host family, Father God, and my family as well. Everybody under the sound of my voice, Father God, I just ask a special blessing for them, that Father God, that they can try to go see their vision throughout this 2021 year, Father God. I just pray that we leave all the bad things behind us, Father God, and try to reach to reach forward to new and new and new heights, Father God. Continue to guide um, what's coming out of your mouth. Continue to lead them, Father God. Father God, forgive us, forgive us for all of our sins and these places we ask in your son, Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Awesome prayer as always. All right, you guys. This has been your episode of What's Coming Out of Your Mouth. Good night. Good night. Deuces. <laughs>